You are listening to Coast to Coast AM. Connie Willis here with you. Find me at ConnieWillis.com, even for the newsletter. And I look forward to meeting you. And hopefully you'll be a part of one of the different shows that I have, many different ones. Had a lot of uh, great calls and, and texts and tweets and whatever you call Twitter now uh, coming at me. Thank you so much for enjoying the last couple of hours. Now let's see what happens in the next couple of hours because I've gotten a lot of tweets, Twitters, whatever all the social media that comes in all the information and by the way you guys you don't have to do everything direct message i'd rather you do it out loud where everybody sees it so uh they also can comment because i i know everybody yeah yeah that was really cool what do you think of this now please do it there it's okay we can we can talk amongst ourselves it's all good for the most part but i do understand because there's a lot of people that'll say ugly things back and you don't want to be a part of that so i do get it but but hopefully we can trample them out uh, with all the people that are really interested and really want to know the truth because that's what it's all about that's why we're here Okay, now we've got a big story to tell, don't we? Because, man, the controversy has been going um, from people that uh, have never believed. Maybe they believe. Maybe they're on the fence. Maybe they're deep researchers. And I know from back and forth, and we were talking about the Silverton Bigfoot that um, that is roaming around in the Bigfoot world and beyond, and it's about really it's it, it seems to be back to the argument of is it real or is it not now keep this in mind when all you do is talk about is it real or not well you don't get into anything deeper do you you just don't is it real or not yes no yes no that goes back to 101 and to me that's just oh, that is just a way to keep you stuck in 101 so get past that. If you don't believe it, then move on to something else. If you do believe it, let's talk deeper into that part of it. Because the other gets you nowhere, right? Gets you nowhere. All right. So let's let's uh let's get into the story as we have heard it. Let me uh we've got some really interesting guests here tonight. Let me th- pull up all the different things that we've got going on with this because I really wanted to be thorough with this. We're going to bring on the two people that were there for the event. We don't have the guy that shot the video, but we're also going to find out about what that is because there's a lot of people going, well, who shot the video? Well, whose voice is that? Why is that voice not enthusiastic? If that person actually saw the Bigfoot from the train from uh, Durango to Silverton in Colorado, they would have more enthusiasm. So that can't be a Bigfoot because he would have had more enthusiasm. That was actually, you know. Uh, I, I saw that several times. Okay. I read that, heard that from people, but I, uh, sometimes you're just not enthusiastic. Sometimes you're like in awe, you're in shock. Well, that looks like this um, suit that I saw here. And here's a picture of that suit. Well, does it really look like that suit? Well, look at the, look at the look at the hair on it. It it looks fake. It looks like he's got pants on. Do we know it's a he? Is that maybe shadows? Because if you live in the state of Colorado, and I do, and you're out there researching, and I do, there's a lot of shadows out there that you don't believe until you walk about a half a mile, thinking you saw a cave, <laughs> and you then you get there and you're going, I walked this high up at this feet 
And I walked this hard and long on the Rockies. There's a reason why they call it the Rockies. And it's a shadow. <laughs> I thought it was a huge cave. Lots of shadows. Lots of shadows. Well, tonight, who we have with us is is the couple that was just, uh, you know, enjoying a train ride. And we'll let them tell the story. We have Shannon Parker and her husband, uh, Stetson Parker, one of the coolest names ever. And that's who we're going to bring on first. We've got some other, uh, we got someone else to bring on too. Uh, he's going to be on standby with us. But first of all, I want to welcome first time guest, Shannon, and also Stetson. I think you're both on together at the same time. Yes, yes we are. So. Hey there, Stetson. I haven't met you, so nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. But I have met Shannon. And she is just, she's just fun to talk to and having a good time with it. And, uh, you know, I'm kind of dealing more with the controversial part of it. You guys are going, look at this. This is, <laughs> this is great. This is fun. So, Shannon, why don't you start with the story of how this all occurred? And, by the way, I was introduced to this from Dr. Leo Rukaby. He's the council member of the Society for Physical Research. You can find him at rukaby.com. And he said, Connie. It's this is in the uh, Newsweek. You have to check it out. Have you seen it yet? And then I saw it. And I went, oh, my gosh. And by the way, I believe it's true. After that happened, I got a hold of Shannon and Shannon told me the story. And now you get to tell it on coast. OK, so um, the trip just started out as an anniversary present. My husband um, booked this and, you know, surprised me with this bucket list um, train ride through Durango to Silverton, and then it comes back from Silverton to Durango. So we took the train ride, and we're looking at all the beautiful scenery, and um, we stopped in Silverton. Then once we got back on the train, we were leaving Silverton, and we came to kind of an open area in the mountains, and I asked him to help me look for elk. And we were the last two seats on the back open-air gondola of the train. So we're looking for elk, and all of a sudden my husband says, um, I think I see something moving. And I was like, what is it? And he was like, I don't know, it looks like Bigfoot. And when he says that, the guy that was sitting right beside him, his name is Brandon. Brandon grabs his cell phone and starts recording video. And I was trying to grab my SLR camera to be able to zoom in to see exactly what it was. And so I grabbed my camera and I couldn't find him in the in the mountains because he blended so well with the stage. And so I'm zoomed in as much as I can in the pictures, and I snap a couple of pictures. And about that time, the train goes around a mountain, and so it's out of view. And so that pretty much sets the scene for the video and the photos. So, Stetson, what, what, uh, what is your perspective of this story? Um, pretty spot on accurate, you know. When she asked me to help her look for elk, I was pretty excited about it because, you know, it's hunting season um, here in this part of the country. And so, <clears throat> excuse me, when the temperatures fall 
you know, the elk go into rut, and so they start mating. And so it's really exciting to see it. Uh, we've seen it a couple of different times in um, SD, SD State Park in Colorado, right outside of the Rocky Mountain National Park. And so we were looking for elk, and I, I see it moving, and, you know, I'm trying to reason with myself, what am I seeing right now? What is this, you know, creature? And, um, you know, I told my wife, like, hey, something's moving. She's like, what is it? And, you know, again, trying to be a rational adult, I can't think of anything it looks like. And so I was like, well, it looks like Bigfoot. And it kind of started a ruckus, you know, around us. Um, like she said, Brandon immediately, living in the 21st century, pulls out his cell phone to record it. Um, I was kind of still in between 1989, 1991 uh, time frame in my mind because I'm not thinking the power of the technology in my pocket, you know, to record this creatures walking the ever elusive as i like to say and so you know it was really surreal for me to see you know something that i had never known of its actual existence and you know had never seen any physical evidence of of it being real so tell me again you were seeing it and but but brandon was shooting it but that was your voice that we heard saying hey give me that, I'll show you how to shoot it or something like that? That was, so it was my husband's voice who very calmly, as everyone says, uh, points out the ever-elusive creature. And then it's me saying, where is it? Because I even with my Zoom camera and it zoomed all the way in, I couldn't see it in the viewfinder because he had, you know, bent down. And I was having a hard time figuring out in that terrain because he blended in so well where he was actually at. And so it was my husband telling me, hand me your camera, and I'll, you know, try to find it for you. And and Brandon is the one recording the video. Okay, and then what happened? Did he he just sent it to you later? Is that how you got yeah, it? Yeah, so, so on, the train ride back is about three and a half hours. So once that event happened you know everyone around us um once once they you know the commotion started kind of um the couple behind us um stood up and then there was a couple beside brandon that was kind of looking too and they may have gotten a glimpse of the creature but they didn't have their cameras out to video either but we all just kind of talked about it you know, the whole train ride back discussing kind of going through all the scenarios that everyone online is, you know, what is this? What did we actually see? Was this Bigfoot? Was this um, a publicity stunt? Was it, you know, a hunter? All of that. And so we're all kind of watching the video, looking at the pictures and just, you know, discussing it the whole time. And none of us, thought it was a hunter in a ghillie suit you know none of us saw a weapon um and i know from that time uh both season was over so hunters would have had rifles or they would have had their orange on you know for the hunting laws in colorado um and none of that was occurring and then um we there's one person that works on the train that comes back to light the lanterns, and we're sitting right beside that. 
So when he came back there to do it, we decided to, you know, ask him, does the train, you know, put on publicity stunts like that for the train guests, you know? And he was like, no, we don't do that. And then we were like, well, we saw Bigfoot. (laughs) And he's like, what? And we showed him the video. And then he proceeds to tell us an experience that he had where he was out in the San Juan Mountains uh, snowshoeing one time, and he saw tracks that weren't snowshoes and that were bigger than that, and he couldn't explain it. And then, you know, that he's had other experiences such as that, you know, in the mountains in Colorado as well. So we were kind of like, okay, well, it wasn't the train that put it on, you know. So then it just kind of got more real in our heads, you know, after weighing it out all the options, I guess. And then, um, there were all the people around were so excited. So they were all um, asking Brandon to send them the video. There were probably, I think he might have sent it to like seven families or something like that. But he sent it to us specifically because it was my husband's voice on there. My husband was the one that pointed it out. So Brandon was like, well, y'all are the one that saw it first. So, you know, he shared it with us. And as you've said to uh, Brandon, is, he, he shot it, but he, he's his own guy. He's like, look, I'm doing my own thing. I don't want any credit for this. I don't want to be known for this. I don't want to be the guy known to have shot that. And he is just staying private. And I get that. I totally understand that. I totally get that. I had contact him, contacted him to ask for a little bit more, to learn a little bit more. Uh, I think somebody might have their radio on. So if you do, if you can turn that down because we can hear the echo. If one of you, maybe Stetson, you might have yours on. I'm not sure. Uh, if so, turn that down and, and uh, we won't hear the delay. But when I did contact Brandon, you know, he just said, hey, I don't want to be known as that guy. If you've got any questions, I can answer them. And it just nice as can be. He's his own guy doing his own thing, having his own adventures. And he's like, yeah, here you go. And this is it. Here's the video. And I totally respect that and understand that where some people think, oh, well, he might be behind it. You know, no, I don't. I don't get that at all from him. He seemed like a very honest, genuine guy just doing his thing and on another adventure. And this is what you guys were doing. You're a systems uh, uh, analyst and your husband in Stetson is a 10 year air force veteran. It's not like you guys are wanting to make up something and say, Hey, let's go on our 10th anniversary and see the scenic fall colors on the train ride from Durango uh, uh, to Silverton. And you guys, by the way, are from Cheyenne, Wyoming. You guys are just uh, celebrating life and life together and looking for elk and enjoying the colors. And then, you got a great surprise. <laughs> right. And Brandon is a very nice guy. And we actually didn't, you know, he sat beside my husband the whole time, but we actually didn't talk to him the entire train ride to Silverton. You know, we're enjoying our anniversary, just the two of us. And so we didn't really even speak to Brandon because we didn't know him. And he was kind of on his own little journey, you know. And so afterwards, that's when we got to know Brandon and we, you know, talked to him about the video and all about what we just experienced. And then we got to learn a lot about him and his travels. And he's just on a, 
I think like a year long um, travel experience across the southwest states and just doing all kinds of adventures and taking pictures and he just kind of wanted his own privacy like you said you know and Stetson is there anything else you want to add to what was happening not directly um my wife's pretty much summed up everything to a very reasonable exact time frame and exact you know imagery and and example of what we saw and you know the exact context of what we were experiencing so stay with us we're talking about the silverton bigfoot we're talking with shannon and stetson parker the couple that was there we've got some pictures you can go to our website and you'll see the pictures that shannon's got and we're also going to talk to the man that uh, is the VP over the uh, train, uh, the railroad uh, station. And I'm going to tell you more about who they are and what they're about, too. He's going to join us. So stay with us. You're listening to Coast to Coast AM. Connie Willis here with you. You're listening to Coast to Coast AM. Connie Willis here with you, a Bigfoot researcher, investigator, whatever you like to say. But in all of the areas, I love to research it. But my biggest thing, you know, you, you, I think you always start out because as you're a kid, you're probably in a haunted house. There's probably a ghost in your house. That's usually how all this kind of stuff starts for most people. Uh, it could happen along the way uh, growing up. But once you, when you start early and things happen, uh, you, you start reaching out and you go further and further, further into something else. Usually, usually, uh, and some people stay in the ghost world all their lives, but then, but me, I'm like, okay, what else is out there? Oh my gosh, alien, what, what's this? Aliens, alien abduction alien um, uh, hybridization project, remote viewing. You know, you go on and on. You keep learning and learning because you want to learn more. And if you are in that world, and not everybody is, right, but if you are, you just want to learn more. And you see how it all connects. And at one point, I was introduced to the Bigfoot world. And let me tell you, once you're there, that's where you're going to stop for a while because it is fun. It's exciting. There's so many different things to it and facets to it that the other ones don't offer. And basically because you can have a re you can have a relationship with these, they will talk with you uh, due to the native American background uh, with all their knowledge of it. They call it mind speak. But if you're in the UFO world with aliens, they call it telepathy, but you get into it deeper and deeper. If they like you, they're going to show themselves. And if you continue to stay active in that world of going to have a relationship with the areas that have the activity and the ones that are out there and they like you, you will have, grow a deeper and deeper relationship with them. And it's amazing the stories that we all hear here on Coast to Coast, right? You know them. You've heard them. And I know there's a bazillion researchers out there right now, some that I've learned from that are listening tonight and they believe it's a hoax and others do not it's like no it's for real and you would believe the direct messages i get where people don't want to say either or except directly messaging me they don't want to get into the fight in the argument which is a shame that that happens it can be fun to some people i guess but it gets i don't know it gets kind of old to me at one point with all the fighting and uh, why you know let's just listen to each other debate it go back and forth that's all fine but in the bigfoot world it is just so exciting because you can actually see them you can you know i i think you can see them more and have a better relationship if you take the camera away and I think a lot of people would uh, give you a thumbs up on that. But, you know, you you can capture them. 
And this, I believe, is an absolute genuine capture. And I think it's absolutely amazing. And if you go to our website, you're going to see the shots that our couple that is here with us tonight, uh, Shannon and Stetson Parker, are, are talking. It's it's Shannon's pictures that we got here. The video that was shot, Brandon, you can also find it within our website under a Tim uh, Banal has an article on it. And you'll see the video. Of course, the video is all over the place. Again, it was Dr. Leo Rukaby. You guys got to check him out. He's the one who said, Connie, did you see this? You can, And again, you can find him at Rukaby com to learn more about him amazing guy he's like it, it was it was, you know it's different because it's in newsweek i'm like what because because we see these all the time but i want you to take a look at the video take a look at the pictures and keep in mind when you see videos that other people have put up there after they put up a filter and they've done this and they've done that or they've pulled out their own still shots got to remember with still shots especially in the colorado area and I'm here, I'm in Colorado, and, and look at that terrain, by the way, you know, all these things you have to look at, the time of day, the shadows that are happening, the movement of this thing. So look at the movement, not just the still shots, and be careful what people put out there because they put different filters in there, and they stop it where they want to stop it on a frame, and they talk about that either to the point of it's real or to the point that it's not. So you got to remember these things, keep an open mind and just trust your own gut. If your gut says it's a hoax, okay, move on. We're done, right? If your gut tells you it's not, well, let's learn a little bit more about it. Now, I'd like to say as a researcher, what I saw when I first saw it, it was absolutely amazing to me. I was like, oh my gosh, they caught one. They caught one. And what I loved about it is that it it seemed to be as it was walking and then oh there's a train i need to hide wait a minute i'm in the area that's very open where do i do well there's a bush over there takes a few steps gets to the bush and then squats down i love the squatting part because you really see an angle of it that really shows muscles and the head and the neck you know right onto the shoulder the, the no neck basically and you see it just hide away and go away. And when people say, how, how come we can't see these things? Well, it, it, if you look at it uh, in, in the video, you can see how it blends in perfectly. Now, a lot of people said, no, it looks like the hair is off. It's got too much hair. It, it looks old. It looks young. It looks this. I think it's I actually think it's a juvenile with 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 the blonder hair. Uh, that's me. Uh, somebody said. The feet are too small to be a Bigfoot. Well, it's really kind of hard to tell in the picture, but if it's a juvenile, that would match. And by the way, juveniles also run out on their own. That's what always causes a lot of the havoc and the problems from our research and my research. And all of the, all that I'm saying is my opinion right now. It's my opinion, my thoughts, and I counted how many I have actually seen before, and I I – I have five that I've actually seen before. And you know what? They all look different. And if anybody knows Dennis Full, love Dennis Full. Thank you, Dennis Full, for being in my life. You're absolutely wonderful guy. Uh, the, the biggest guy a part of Erickson Project, or you might know, is the Pancake House. And he has uh, showed me areas, and, and he has taught me so much. And I remember asking him at one point about one of the ones I saw and the ears of it. And uh, Jason Frank showing me these things as well. And, you know, he said, Connie, I because I said, maybe that's a dog, man. He was like, 
or maybe they just all look different. And you know what? All the ones I saw did look different. One of them that I actually got a picture of myself of in the backside looked like the Patterson-Gimlin film that they got. And uh, But the other ones all look very different. And this one, to me, picked up on one that I saw uh, that looked just like that, where I was like, oh my gosh, what was that? Because it had a lot of hair like that. I still think you're seeing a lot of shadows. And when when the film stops and you have, have a still picture, you're going to have to deal with that. You're going to see certain things. Remember, there's going to be pixelation. This is far away. And we're going to be talking and finding out more about the distance and what we and the speed of the train. So that's coming up for you. But I just wanted to say, take a couple other looks at this. When people say, oh, a Bigfoot would never walk like that. And these are people saying it that have never seen a Bigfoot. <laughs> so it's like, how can you say that? But, when, oh, look at the way they're walking. It's more like a human. Well, I'm going to tell you, even the pads of a Bigfoot, uh, it's... I'm going to I'm going to play a sound for you here if I can find my other eraser. Okay, somebody had said to me at one point, this is how they they sometimes when you're around them you'll hear this. Now, I got two erasers, but they're not like the erasers when we were younger and we would clean the chalkboard. But remember when you would clean the chalkboard and then you had to hit the erasers together to get all the chalk out. That exact sound a lot of people hear. And I remember somebody telling me at that one point, and and lo and behold, we were all out on an outing at that point. But lo and behold, the next day morning, very early, I heard that and it went across uh, uh, where I was. It went from one location Hearing that sound, and I'll try it again with this, but it went like this. And at that point, to me, my theory was, oh, that's it running. That's its feet. And from then on, when other people said, I heard this like flip-flop sound, which is very similar to that. When you walk with flip-flops and you get that flip, 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 I think it's their feet. I think that's them walking. So now when it comes to the walking as well, you're in the Rockies. It is called the Rockies for a reason. It is rocky, and there are sharp rocks. Take a look at the train and the pictures. Sharp rocks everywhere. You have to be careful. Even in the best hiking boots, you're going to get some rocks that go right up into your boot, no matter how good they are. It is. You've got to be careful because it's not flat either, and it's not con- continuously choppy. you got to look where you're going to, to walk, and it looked like, to me, that was even doing that. It was like, oh, no, wait minute there's a train let me let me get over here let me find a spot to to hide and it it does a like a double step and then you'll see and and in the still shots you'll see this too the leg looks like it comes up weird and some people say well that's how people walk in a suit and that's why it looks so weird but actually when you when you see footprints from bigfoot and what we believe to be bigfoot prints not only do they walk in a straight line, and I actually see that happening in the video, but also you, you don't see, they don't slide their feet. When you see footprints, you never see that the toes are dragged. The only one time I saw that in what we believed were big footprints, and they were huge, we saw that in snow that was about four to five feet deep. Okay, then I can imagine there's going to be a little bit of some uh, some toe drag, but you don't normally see toe drag. Ask your researchers out there. And so in doing that, it's more like a march and a stomp. 
So their feet go up. And if you want, look at their legs, they got that march set up and then, and then they come back down. You can also see that in the Patterson Gimlin film. Now you get past that and it squats down and it's hiding which I don't think anybody that's trying to do a stunt and going, hey, look at me. I don't think they're going to hide after they do all that work to get into that vast little area there. But then what I want you to look at, which most people have never even mentioned, is the head movement. The head movement is something I've not seen either. However, I saw one scale in the mountain once, and the speed of it at one point when it got higher up the mountain, it actually had its arms grabbing a tree and pulling itself up higher and grabbing the next tree with the other arm. And then the right arm would grab another tree and pull itself up. And then it grabbed the left uh, with the left arm. It grabbed another tree and scaled all the way up the mountainside. And it went faster and faster and faster. The head never moved. You could put a hundred books on his head and it wouldn't have come off. But when it got faster and faster, you could see a slur in the arms does that make sense like you would see in the old comic books with superman you could see when superman got faster right and and it 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 did that kind of blur kind of thing that's what i saw with my eyes of these things uh of this one particular one going up the side of one of the mountains in the rockies now this particular one that we're talking about tonight look at the head movement when it squatted down it's so fast and quick. No one has mentioned that at all. How can you not mention that? Why isn't anybody looking that far? They're just saying it's not or it is, and they're not looking deeper into it. Okay, I think it's real, so maybe that's why I'm looking deeper into it. But look at the head movement. It's fast. Is that part of the interdimensionalness? Is that something else we should look at to go, wait a minute, they're just as fast in our world, because I've seen that a couple times now. And that was kind of the movement of the head, how, how fast it was when I saw the arm scaling up the mountain at one point. Um, so take a look at the head because it's very similar to the head movement of a fly. Okay. A lot of you watch flies. We've talked about that before. So look at the head movement of the fly. Let's bring back uh, Shannon and Stetson Parker, the couple that was on that train. And let's see if they have anything to answer back with what I just mentioned. Hey, Connie. Um, that's what we thought, too. Like, looking at the head, it was like, what was it doing? Like, the head is going back and forth so fast, and it just didn't look like a person to us. Like, I don't know anyone who, like, would shake their head like that. And then and I think imagine also, being in like, a suit as well to do that. Right. It was just, like, it was completely odd you know, looking to us. And I think like, even with the walk, it's like hunched over, like it has very protruding, like hunch nature when it's walking as well, which was, you know, different for us as well. So you would say, do so do you believe it's real? Do what? Do you believe it's real? I mean, I do believe it's real. And there hasn't been anything that has came out that is like, conclusive to say that it was someone in costume i know like the ghillie suit that's not a thing i've even seen where they've interviewed um one of the manufacturers of a ghillie suit and that person was like this is definitely not a ghillie suit and then i know everyone on i guess twitter we don't really do twitter but twitter or x 
um, automatically went and said it was the expedition company, the Sasquatch place in Silverton, and just automatically dismissed the video saying that it's a hoax put on by them. However, they said multiple times that it wasn't them, but, you know, some of their Facebook posts, I guess, have been a little cheeky about that. But I saw an interview that was done recently with um, Outside Online, and they went and interviewed the owner of the company, and he said it wasn't them and that he didn't even consider, you know, pranking a train to get publicity. However, he has enjoyed the 10,000 visits to his website, you know, daily (laughs) because of the fighting. So it's like I don't understand why people automatically, you know, said that it was them, you know, just and they outright said it wasn't. And even like when people, you know, go and say it's that costume, it doesn't look anything like the pictures like that we zoomed in on the like that costume doesn't look anything like what we saw. And Stetson, what are your thoughts on that? Um, very similar. I definitely believe in Bigfoot, um, after seeing it with my own eyes, you know, I've had my fair share of people challenge me and say like, well, I mean, it's impossible. It's, there's no way that's really Bigfoot. And, you know, I always welcome back with, um, you know, if it's not Bigfoot, then what is it? Can you give me a logical explanation as to what it is, what it you know, what your opinion on it is. And, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, it's a hunter, or, oh, it's this. And it's like, mm, you know, and some of those, like my wife said, are, are, in my opinion, pretty easily, you know, like ways to disprove their logic with, with hunting or ghillie suits. Um, if it is a suit, you know, is, is somebody something that somebody bought online, that's an amazing costume. And I would not want to know exactly what they paid for it. I think I'd rather have an actual physical account of a Bigfoot than pay, you know, a thousand or better for a costume like that. Was the area where you saw it, was it in a vast area or was it right there next to the depot? Um, It was pretty vast. I mean, I would say we were probably two miles or so from Silverton, Colorado. Um, So we weren't terribly too far, but there were no access roads. in that particular spot, the only access roads I had seen um, up to that point were just a couple of them, and they were mostly um, roads that were there in support of the railway itself, um, but none near where we saw Bigfoot. Okay. Stetson and Shannon Parker with us. They're going to stay with us for next uh, hour. And we're also going to talk with Jeff Johnson, the VPGM of the Durango and Silverton Narrow Gauge uh, Railroad. So I'm looking forward to learning a little bit more from him. And we'll be taking your phone calls as well. Stay with us. You're listening to Connie Willis, the Silverton Bigfoot, True or Not, on Coast to Coast AM.